Hello everybody and welcome back to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. This is episode 12 and we've got a very special show for you today. Uh, as you guys may know, it is inspired by Zelda Week over on Zelda Dungeon with a focus on all of the games that, uh, well, were inspired by The Legend of Zelda. And, and uh, today we've got one of my, if not probably my favorite ever inspired by Legend of Zelda game, Blossom Tales. We've got its lead developer... Rob Maher with us. How you doing, Rob? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing awesome. Uh, so thank you very much for being here with me and Taylor today. Yeah. Hey. Thanks for having me on. Um, goes without saying. I'm sure you hear it all the time, but I love Blossom Tales. Man, I, I love it. If anyone out there has not played it, then you're doing yourself a disservice because it is the the perfect love letter to everything 16-bit Zelda. So. Hats off to you. Just thought I'd get that out of the way before we uh, before we got going here. Hey, yeah, thank thank you very much. Glad to, glad to hear you enjoyed it. Uh, I think I played it through about two times, and uh, it, it was it was just as good the second time as it was the the first time. So uh, yeah, I, I really really dug it. And uh, to anybody listening to this, if you head over to ZeldaDungeon.net, I actually penned um, a little piece to go along with this, and it is uh, singing the praises of Blossom Tales. So make sure that you go and check that out. Um, so I guess the first thing, uh, Rob, is just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah, my name is Rob. I'm a game developer. I did all the uh, artwork and uh, level design and some writing and some programming. And um, yeah, uh, on Blossom Tales, uh, which is out for the Switch and Steam. Uh, Blossom Tales is my second game as a game developer. Uh, my first uh, big game was Rex Rocket. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. It's a little bit of a jack-of-all-trades programming artwork. Uh, yeah, sounds pretty cool. The joys of working in an independent studio. Yeah, yeah, right? You get to wear a lot of hats. You wear a lot of hats, but I guess you get to have your uh, your vision uncompromised, maybe for lack of a better word. So it's kind of like a... It must be a little bit nice in that regard. Yeah, totally. Um, we are a pretty small team. It's it's like myself. Um, we have a writer, Miguel, and then a full time uh, lead programmer. You'd say uh, Tyler, uh, and then we have a couple uh, guys over at FDG uh, that we work with. So, in, in total, the team's about like you know uh, five or six uh, all total. So, small group to have produced such a phenomenal phenomenal game yeah hey thank you very much um work pretty hard on it uh but yeah you know like uh the original zelda or well uh link to the past i think that was made by like 23 some people um so we're, we're pretty happy i mean like i'd say the core team is like you know three people oh also uh josie uh did the music too so core team of of like four people for the most part so walk us through the timeline of Blossom Tales. Like how did how did this game like get made? Like what was the point where you were just like, you know, I'd like to do this kind of game and uh then the next step was like, okay, like this is how we're going to make it happen. Like how does for for someone like me and Taylor who have no idea how like games like that get made, walk us through what the starting point was until the end point. Um okay, so yeah, uh Blossom Tales started a really long time ago like I, I was just making it for fun with this programmer 
uh, he eventually, you know, got busy with life and like the project just kind of fell apart. Um, with the and like that was the start of Blossom Tales. Uh, so I, I met a, I teamed up with Tyler, uh, the lead programmer for Blossom Tales, and um, we we made a game called Rex Rocket, which is kind of like a Metroidvania. Uh, that's out on Steam now. And then after we were done, I had all I had all these graphics that I had done for Blossom Tales. Um, way long time ago. <clears throat> so I decided to make a Kickstarter for it. Um, and the Kickstarter never make, ma made it, but uh, we did wind up uh, partnering with FDG Entertainment to uh, make Blossom Tales the game. So it was a, it was a bit of a rocky start to the game. Um, and yeah, uh, the, rest, the rest is pretty much history. What was so rocky about it? Well, it was like I had started the game and then it was kind of like, you know, the, the programmer I was working on, I gave up and the project just kind of like disintegrated, right? Uh, all that was left was like the artwork for it. So um, almost didn't even happen. Uh, you know, um, if Rex Rocket had done better on Steam, we probably would have done Rex Rocket too. So it was just kind of chance that uh, we decided to make Blossom Tales. Um, Cause yeah, it was like, like the Kickstarter didn't make it, and like if we hadn't met with FDG, it probably would never even want to happen. So, so what like what is it like knowing that this game almost didn't get made to at present, whereas now it's like people are raving about this game. I think IGN just listed it as one of their you know top twenty best Switch games. Um, what's it like to go from that rocky beginning, as you said, to like? Wow, this game is this game is there and people love it. Um, yeah, it's it's wild. It's totally wild. I mean, we, you know, um, when when Blossom Tales first released on Steam, it was like, oh man, this really isn't doing that great. And then we didn't have super high expectations for Switch. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a roller coaster because the initial release was just kind of like a letdown, and then like the Switch release was just like insane. And then yeah, people, you know, I think Blossom Tales is really at home on the Switch. Like you know, I'm a giant Nintendo fan, so is everyone on the team. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, you know, like we're all grown up Nintendo fans, and now we're making we want to make games like you know Nintendo games. Games that feel like right, Nintendo right. games. So, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it was a wild ride, for sure. And so, I mean, like, obviously, you can you can just tell the Nintendo influence um, in the game. Uh, were there, I mean, outside of, obviously, Zelda Link to the Past, um, were there any other big influences that uh, kind of shaped Blossom Tales? Or was this kind of your intention to make your own Zelda game, for lack of a better term? Uh, yeah, I'd say there was a, a good amount of influence. Like, m most of it would be, like, pop culture influences, like The Princess Bride or NeverEnding Story and uh, stuff like that. But, yeah, I I'd say that, like, the entire kind of Nintendo universe and feeling and atmosphere, we kind of wanted that in the game. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And so this was always, like, uh, what you like what you wanted your end product to be, like, your own kind of like Legend of Zelda game um, in, in not so many words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wanted to make kind of, you know, Zelda-like, uh, but make it different enough that it was kind of its own thing, you know? 
with that in mind, how was it talking to Nintendo about being able to put this this game on their system? Because as many people know, Nintendo is fairly tight gripped about you know things that are similar to their you know big name franchises and Zelda being one of their biggest headliners in all of history and having Blossom Tales you know being such a such an inspiration from that uh how how is it working with Nintendo and getting that translated to the Switch um well uh I think that I mean FDG said that they were originally approached at PAX uh, at a PAX convention by a Nintendo representative and they offered, you know, well, they didn't offer, but they, you know, they asked the guys there, if we were interested in bringing it to the switch. So yeah, of course we like, we were just like, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I mean, I think that's like how Nintendo has been for a long time. In my opinion, um, th- they've always been pretty, pretty good about, reaching out to indies and seeing if they wanted to um, come to the platform. Uh, Like, back when we originally made Castle Pixel, we originally made it because we we, uh, we, we were contacted by uh, uh, a guy who worked for Nintendo who was basically doing, like, indie game outreach uh, back uh, for the Wii U. So... He actually contacted us and asked us if we wanted to port our old game Rex Rocket to the Wii U, uh, which we never wound up doing. But uh, still, I've just I've just always had a, a you know good impression of Nintendo and them trying to you know get cool games on the platform that they think would fit. So well, they certainly the picked especially a good one. seems. I was gonna say the Switch especially seems just like a haven for uh, for cool indie games recently. Um, what are the chances that Rex Rocket eventually uh, finds a home on the Switch? Um, I don't know. At, at the current time, I would say that like it's a very slim chance. <laughs> but uh, you know, we're actually looking into maybe porting it to like PS4 and Xbox. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be like kind of like rebooting Rex Rocket, I think, sometime in the future. So uh, nice. You know, we'd be doing like small tweaks and stuff like that to it or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if it was possible to get it on the Switch, we definitely would. Uh, I mean, we, we made Rex Rocket in the same game framework that Blossom Tales is made in, uh, called Mono Game. So it would allow us to port it over to uh, the Switch as well. So um, I, I've read a lot of different reviews after I played Blossom Tales just to kind of, uh, just to kind of like gauge other people's opinions with my own. And I would say, like, almost all of the reviews were favorable that I've read. But one thing that I've read consistently over and over again was, like, Blossom Tales is a Zelda clone. Does that term, like, does it bother you to hear that? No, not not really. <laughs> I mean, I actually, I, I kind of like it. Um, I mean, it's like a style of game almost, you know? There's lots of, like, you could call them Zelda-likes, but... I mean, I, I think, like, some of the core things that, you, you like, gameplay elements that you find throughout, through all the, like, Zelda clone, clones are stuff like uh, the combat system, um, like the sword swiping, uh, the, the viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Like, a, lo- a lot of games, they have that, like, quarter view. Um, like, the camera is up and above at, like, an almost 45-degree angle looking down. 
but Zelda Zelda clones do this thing where like if you go into uh, an interior map, uh, then it'll switch from like a forty five degree to like a direct ninety degree. Like you're looking straight down, you know, like into a house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it just to me when people say Zelda clones, it's more like oh yeah, it's like a first person shooter almost. Sure, no, and it's, I guess you uh, you said Metroidvania earlier too, and that's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, right. And and if if you're cloning anybody, I mean Zelda's a good one to be cloning. Yeah, totally. I I, I could really care less when people call it a Zelda clone. So Blossom Tales, like in like in my opinion, it walked a, a successfully. It walked a very thin line between like paying homage to A Link to the Past and A Link Between Worlds and all those great, you know, Zelda games that we all love. But, like, being its own being its own thing, its own game, like, how did you... What what steps were taken to make sure that that fine wine was, was walked? Because, like, it would have been very, very easy for this to just descend into, like, rip-off territory rather than just inspired by. And I thought the Blossom Tales just, just walked that line spectacularly in the end. So, like, was that important to you, and what steps did you take to make sure that you know Blossom Tales at the end of its at the end of the day it was its own thing? Yeah, I mean, I, all through game development, you would you would hear like, "Is this too Zelda? Is this is this not Zelda enough?" Like stuff like that. Um, all, we, we'd always be kind of like checking it, like if we if we could find like a point where it made sense to like split off from Zelda just for the sake of like splitting off, we would definitely do it. Like. Uh, just like the fact that we made the main character uh, Lily, the girl, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like why? It was like why not? Like I've always wanted to play a Zelda game with a girl, anyways, and they ne- they've never done it, so we we might as well because I don't see why not. Yeah, it's always interesting yeah, to think... see the differences between what could have been, say, you know, just a, a Zelda reskin, and then something that you know is clearly inspired by it, but definitely takes its own route and does it very successfully and very well yeah right like i, I think of the, one of the main um differences would be kind of the context of blossom tales like the zelda games are just kind of you know adventure games right like they, they're kind of encapsulated storylines they, they don't really connect and um but it's always just like you know like the cl- classic you know you just play as the hero throughout like a quest and Blossom Tales, it's it has that whole like grandpa grandkids narrating a story um, element to it that kind of I mean it gives it like a different mind feel. You're still playing like the same adventure, but the context of it's completely different. Seeing it through different eyes. Yeah, right. It's it's I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's definitely different. So who came up with the with the narration idea? Because I was. Probably my favorite thing about Blossom Tales is it's this this charming <laughs> way to tell a story. And for anyone that hasn't uh, played it yet, so essentially you have a grandfather telling the story to his two grandchildren, and uh, these girls are just super into Lily, and it's very cute. And uh, at certain parts in the story, uh, Grandpa changes the narrative because the grandchildren think that the story is getting boring or too easy or anything like that. So like. Who was, who was behind that? Because it was such a fresh idea, I thought. Uh, that's been, like, one of the core uh, kind of gameplay pillars for Blossom Tales, like, since it was created. I think we always wanted to do... I mean, 
once I met up with Tyler and Miguel, we all kind of fleshed out this story together. But um, definitely having like a narrative, kind of like a Princess Bride. That, that was almost the elevator pitch back in the day. It's, it's Princess Bride meets Zelda. So it's like you play a Zelda game, but it's kind of like Princess Bride where it's inside of a story being told. So you got these like really cool elements of, yeah, like the grandfather and the kids like narrating the story and you could kind of work them into the game to, you know, just make things cooler and more fun and different than Zelda. So that was, that was, like I said, like, I just, I don't know. I, I couldn't help but smile every time that, uh, that he would get the, the grandpa and the kids, um, you know, getting involved with the story. And so you kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier, but like, I was hoping that you could touch on your decision to go with someone like Lily for the main character. Cause like, you know, a, a lot of people have wanted uh, a female, you know, lead in Legend of Zelda for a long time. And I think that this is like, shows you kind of the, the merit behind that because these two girls are just like so adorably into Lily. And like, you can just tell that they are just picturing themselves as this warrior mowing down all these different enemies. So like, I really liked that, and was that important to you in order to, just to just to throw something like that in there? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like having having um, Lily as the main character um, again. Not only did it make it different than Zelda, it gave it gives like the story a different feel when you don't have like you know it's not like the knight saving the princess. It's it's the well the boy knight saving the princess. It's a girl knight and she's saving the king, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, and yeah, again, like the, they've never done it with Zelda. I probably can guess why it's probably cause it, it wouldn't sell as many copies or something, something like that. Like it, it didn't do good in like, you know, user research or something like they, they just have never done it. I've never really understood why just cause it would be a nice mix ups to the classic Zelda story. Um, and I think that's kind of like what drove us to, I mean, we even had pressure to like change it to a boy. Cause you know, some guys out there just won't play a video game of the main character is a girl. Like they just don't have interest in it. Um, really where, if you don't mind me asking you, like who was, who was kind of leaning on you for that? Just some higher ups or, oh, no, I mean, just like other game developer feedback you know like if we show the game to someone you'd be like uh i kind of want to why don't you make it a boy like i don't want to play as a girl and like just <clears throat> with rex rocket we, we had made the option to pick between playing as a girl or a boy and blossom tales we originally wanted to do the same but then we realized that like that would double basically double the translation cost for it um mm-hmm. So we, we didn't even add the like the boy gender in there. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, Lily's uh, sister it's not it's not sisters, it's Lily and her brother. So like uh, Chris is Lily's uh, tw- twin brother actually. Oh you're you're totally right. Hmm. That's interesting about uh, about that feedback though. Um, like it almost feels like with Link himself, it's it's probably you know, it's probably too late to make a gender option available for him, but I'm definitely all for, you know, having a game starring like a Zelda or a Sheik or whatever. So like, it was, it was cool for me to see Lily kind of doing her thing. Cause it, it very much felt like, like a trial run, like, you know, this is what it could be like. And it was super charming. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, 
I don't know if I I just thought that they're I could almost picture the little girls playing this game and being like, man, Lily's awesome. You know what I mean? So it was cool to see. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah it's it's totally something the gaming industry definitely needs more of, and just the lack of role models for a number of different areas. And it's nice to see some newer games, you know, taking that plunge and going forward with, you know, a, a, admittedly in the gaming industry, a risky choice. Yeah, right. I, 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 think, I think we made the right one. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely agreed. agreed. All right, so... Blossom Tales, to me, was an awesome game, but it also feels like there is like a ton of potential in that world to be mined. Making, you know, I guess a loaded question for you here. Do you have any plans on returning to the Blossom Tales world anytime soon? And, you know, if, if you did, what what do you see yourself doing in the next game? Is it is it staying kind of linked to the past themed? Is it evolving into something else? Like where where do you see the future of this going? Oh, I mean, we've we've definitely had talks about like, um, you know, like what to do next. Like if there was going to be a sequel, like what would we probably do? And um, we've kicked around ideas from like Blossom Tales meets Shrek where, like, Grandpa starts mixing in all the tales that he knows, like, into one tale, you know? Um, or, like, other stories, like, uh, we've, we've been kicking around an idea about uh, Blossom Tales in the Goblin Prince, where it would kind of be, like, a separate story, uh, set, maybe, like, set in the same world, uh, different time, very Zelda-ish, right? Um, mm -hmm. But it would kind of be, like... Uh, uh the labyrinth where like chris is stolen by a goblin king or a prince or whatever and he has to make chris uh uh his heir basically so chris would be the goblin prince so you'd like have to go and save him um stuff like that i don't know what i like better that or shrek but they both sound good I th the shrek idea sounds almost kind of like a, a kingdom hearts riff yeah, it would. I mean, it would have like that kind of vibe where you'd see like a lot of a lot of like fairy tale characters um, come into the story. So, and funny enough that you say that because the second idea sounds a little bit in part like Rumpelstiltskin. You could kind of do uh, kind of do a version of that, so to speak, with the with the labyrinth idea and such. But yeah, we don't. Not, nothing set in stone. We've kind of just kicked around ideas at this point. These are all ideas I would play, uh, just saying. I Yeah, totally um, agree. Cool. And so, like, I guess with Blossom Tales, too, you kind of have the ability to go and do, like, something completely different, because who's to say what story the grandpa's reading? It could have someone, you know, a different protagonist other than Lily. It could... I, I feel like there's a lot... Like I was saying, I feel like there's a lot of, like, potential there to just do some really cool, really crazy things. Um, is Lily someone that you would like to bring back for any future games? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, we've we've talked about that, and yeah, definitely, it would be Lily um, as like the main character again. I was hoping you'd say that. In other renditions of Blossom Tales, like say you were to do a sequel or even a sequel after that, since the game is clearly doing very well, and if it's turned into a series, could very well span multiple tales. Would Lily ever grow up and tell stories to her kids or tell stories to 
other children or kind of you just blew my mind but yeah that's a fantastic idea lily is the grandma telling stories (laughs) yeah that's uh that's really interesting then all you have to do is name her grandkid andy i'd i'd play that game game. so it sounds to me kind of like the uh narration um is, is kind of the backbone of how this game and then future games might play out. Is that kind of the case? Um, yeah, they, they would all be, like, set in a story, basically. Yeah, I think... I don't know about you, Taylor, but I'm, I'm excited to play the next Blossom Tales, crossing our fingers. Um, yeah. is, a, is a Nintendo Switch uh, likely spot for any future titles of yours in the Blossom Tales franchise? Yeah, absolutely. Um... I mean, as far as I know, there there wouldn't be like any kind of barrier for us coming back to the Switch with another title. So, cool. So, like off topic. Well, maybe not even off topic because I mean they, they kind of directly relate. But um, it's just a just a casual question for you. But uh, so you say you're a big Nintendo fan. What are some of your like favorite, I guess, Zelda games, and then just Nintendo games? All right. So for Zelda games, I, I would rank them as. Uh, Link's Awakening is number one. I would probably nice. put, yeah, I'd pro- probably put Zelda sixty four as number two. Put Link to the Past after that. Uh, then Breath of the Wild, and then you could shake in like Majora's Mask and the rest of them after that. Uh, so that's it for Zelda games. It's interesting. You don't you don't hear a lot of people saying Link's Awakening is their number one pick, and that's a great choice. It's one of my favorite Zelda games as well. Yeah, totally. The, that game's. I, I mean, Blossom Tales. It, it it's like a sixteen bit looking game, but uh, aesthetically, it's kind of like a to me to me at least. It's like a mix between uh, Link's Awakening and A Link to the Past, because. We, we basically based like everything off of 16 by 16 tiles and Link's Awakening uh, does the same thing like all the character sprites are 16 by 16 and the tiles and all that stuff um, so yeah the, I mean Link's Awakening is like the first Zelda game I've played too yeah it's funny that you mentioned that too because I was telling Andy earlier I was saying that uh, Blossom Tales reminds me a lot of like what A Link to the Past might have looked like had it been made in 2016 or 2017, 2018. You know, more like that that 16-bit style done in in a modern format. Yeah, totally. Um, we uh, I, I I tried to do as much as possible to kind of kick it out a little bit of this, like even up out of like 16. Bit. So, like, you know, there's, like, lighting effects and just, like, crazy amounts of colors on the screen. Um, so, yeah, we, it looks like a 16-bit game um, and also almost like an 8-bit game. It's, like, it's, a weird, it's a weird combo, for sure. It's a working combo is what it is. Yeah. thank you. And there's, uh, there's rumors of a Link's Awakening remake slash remaster coming out, so... Uh... We better not be a rumor. It better be true. Awesome tales. That, that would be so cool. I've, I've seen, like, a lot of player-made, like, fan projects where they'll, like, model Link's Awakening in 3D. Um, 
So, so that would be really cool if they did like reboot it. I'll I'll take pretty much anything Zelda, like any reboot they want, any new game they want, a phone game. I'll I'll take it all. It doesn't matter. Yeah, totally. I'm with you. Link's Awakening Nintendo Labo coming this spring. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, so what about some of the other Nintendo games that you've played? Um, some of my like some of my favorites. I'm a Zelda guy first, but I mean. Super Metroid for me is like the, one of the ultimate games of all time. So like, what what are what are some of your like island games? Oh man, some of my favorite Nintendo games. Uh, in no particular order. I'd probably say like Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Say all. Oh, the, yes. Right. Um, <laughs> all all the Mega Man games. Uh, all the Castlevania games. Um, yeah, the Metroids. Uh, what what is it like Ducktales? Um, yeah, like Super Smash. Are we are, are we talking about Nintendo Entertainment System or just like any Nintendo game? Just anything Nintendo. Oh okay, well yeah, Super Smash Brothers too. Definitely throw those in there. Um, the Mario series, of course. Um, So it's funny that you said Castlevania, because I was actually just complaining about the lack of uh, Metroidvania, like classic kind of Castlevania games recently to Taylor. And I found this game called Bloodstained, which like instantly reminded me, I was like, this game looks like the Blossom Tales to, you know, um, Legend of Zelda's Castlevania, if that analogy makes sense. And I thought that it looked really cool and it's coming to the Switch recently. Oh, it does sound really cool. I'm I'm pretty starved for some some like classic 2D Castlevanias here. So, uh, no, I'm with you there. So that's uh, those are some good picks. And I, you I know, despite those. my love for the 3D um, Castlevania in Lords of Shadow, I could definitely do with some 2D Castlevania as well. Yeah, here, here. <laughs> I yeah. I don't I don't know about those 3D Castlevanias. Well, I mean, you also haven't played them, so. Uh, that that is not true, sir. I played 3D Castlevanias on the PlayStation 2. Okay. And they were they were okay. That that doesn't really count, I don't think. Go play Lords it, of Shadow. It does count. Go play Lords of Shadow. Are they 3D? Yes. Are they Castlevania? Yes. There there you go. But it's not Lords of Shadow. Anyways. Um so I know that you that you touched a little bit on it and we were uh speculating about the next blossom tales game but uh so what's next for for your team what's next for the studio um well right now on our our table we're looking into doing a physical release uh we also have uh we're also looking into doing like a couple different english or not english language translations um and then yeah we, we we're also looking into like mobile blossom tales for like ios and all sorts of stuff. Um, it's pretty slow moving right now, but uh, we, we're also kind of looking into the doing like the Rex Rocket reboot, where we're, you know we're gonna like fix up Rex Rocket and port that to like Xbox or PlayStation and stuff like that. So we, we we got a lot of stuff going on right now. Oh, I I have to I have to thank you profoundly because I almost let this slip through my fingers, but I meant to ask and I totally forgot. It was like you know. I was going to ask about a physical uh, Blossom Tales copy because I'm I'm one of those like freaks that collects everything physical. So I actually was checking out uh, a place where you could, you know, potentially order 
you know, order the blank cases and I was trying to find a Blossom Tales uh, printout, but if there's any chance that it's coming physical, that is just like, I'm like 11 out of 10 excited. That so makes two of us. Definitely pick that yeah, up. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, uh, I, I'll just say save your money for right now because it's, we're, we're looking into it, so it's looking good. Oh, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That makes me happy. Um, let's, let's take it back a little bit towards, uh, the development process of Blossom Tales. Just maybe a couple of questions there in regards to, you said it, there was a rough period in getting it off the ground, but what's, what was it like creating, um, creating a game like Blossom Tales and what are kind of some of the steps that you had to go through in order to, you know, even, even get it off the ground? Um, like I said earlier, like Boston Hills or A Link to the Past had like just like a giant team of people working on it, right? And when we originally started, uh, like the development process for Boston Tales, like there's just an ungodly amount of work. And I mean, like there there was myself, there was Tyler, the programmer, Miguel, the writer, and Josie, the musician. Um, uh just like you know trying to figure out everything that it takes to make like a zelda clone you know like just a ton of music a ton of artwork a ton of maps levels all the systems that you find inside of the link to the past i mean i, I know it was made for like the, the snes like way back in the day but there's a lot of stuff going on in it you know like there's like an inventory system there's like uh you know health and upgrades and quests and it, there's just so much stuff uh, and kind of wrapping your head around all the different facets of like basically I mean you have to get like the core of a link to the past and then it's like okay now that we have that now it's time to build on top of it to kind of make it our own you know and ch change it in, in such a way that it's like not such a clone anymore so um, yeah just a lot of research i guess too like i remember when we were first starting and we would just like watch you know zelda gameplay videos from like link's awakening or a link to the past or whatever and um just like look at how dungeons are designed and like um you know player progression and just just so so much stuff um it's a lot of work sorry i hope i answered that question <laughs> Yeah, no, it works. So last one for you. Was better way to frame it. Did the creation of, or having worked on and created uh, Rex Rocket prior to Blossom Tales, do you think that helped you in creating Blossom Tales from a gameplay development standpoint? Or did it hinder you because you had to get used to a whole new process? Um, you know what? Yeah, definitely. It was, I mean, Rex Rocket, it was a, Rex Rocket's like a 2D, you know, side-scroller, right? So a lot of the core gameplay mechanics uh, we couldn't really bring over. Like, you know, there's no, there's no gravity in Blossom Tales, right? But in a 2D side-scroller, like, you jump and you fall down. Like, we don't even have jumping in Blossom Tales, so... Uh, but there were other systems from that game that did carry over into Blossom Tales, like the way we uh, handled tile maps, for example, uh, or, like, the, the way we, uh, you know, store map data or um, input controls and things of that nature uh 
we were able to bring from Rex Rocket and then put them in the Blossom Tales. So it did give us like a good like jumping off point to start making Blossom Tales, definitely. Um, and then also like Rex Rocket's super hard, so we, we learned like a pretty hard lesson, and like we were very careful to make Blossom Tales like not as difficult as Rex Rocket for sure. Um, More Zelda like, less Dark Souls like. Yeah, less less rage quitting and, uh, <laughs> and more enjoyment, I guess. I don't know. Warning, this game may contain content that is rage-inducing. Yeah, exactly. The, the joy from Zelda games definitely comes from the experience rather than, uh, for me, like a sense of like, oh, this is so hard and I beat it, you know what I mean? Like, you don't really, I don't really play Zelda for that. I, I play it more so for the experience, and I think that Blossom Tales kind of uh, encapsulate that very well. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's a lot harder than it sounds. I mean, for, you ha, you can't make it just like you know a player steamrolls like everything. Like you want them to be slightly frustrated, or else the, you, you really don't get any kind of like satisfaction from from like beating a boss, right? But you also don't want to like frustrate them to the point where you know they rage quit. So. Um, it was hard. Like even even now, like I'll see people on Twitter or something, and they'll be like, "Blossom Tales is really hard," and then like the next tweet would be like, "Oh, Blossom Tales was was way too easy, but I still liked it." So e- even even with kind of like trying to walk that line, like some people find it way too easy, and some people find it way too hard still. So you can't please them all. Well, I mean, and let's be, let's be real. If you're if you're a diehard. Uh zelda gamer like like most of the people listening to this probably are you kind of learn to speak the language of zelda in terms of gameplay and uh that very much is the same thing with blossom tales as well i found when i was playing it yeah totally i yeah 100 percent agree um it is it's a special kind of game that it is and it's doing well and we hope it continues to do well and if you listeners have not played it already, we strongly urge you to pick it up because it's pretty fantastic game, and it's definitely one that you'll uh, find yourself getting a lot of nostalgia feels from, I believe. Yep. If you haven't played it, get off your keister and do so. I just want to thank you so much for uh, for taking the time and coming and chatting with us about uh, Blossom Tales. Uh, again, love this game. If you If you haven't, if you haven't played it, by God, you need to go play it. It's available on Steam. It's available on the Nintendo eShop right now. Um, so it is it is a great, whimsical adventure that I can't recommend enough. So, Rob, we just wanted to thank you, A, for making this wicked game and then for taking the time to come chat with us. Yeah, totally. Taylor, Andy, thank you very much for having me here. I really appreciate it. Episode that 12. is episode 12 of the Champions Cast, so thank listening you guys for listening, and again, a very special thanks to Rob for coming in and chatting with us and, with us and, and uh, letting, letting us know how these things get made, because we had no idea before what the amount of work and inspiration that went into it, so I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I had a really, really cool time, learned a lot, so... Make sure to uh, make sure to stay on over. Head on over to iTunes where you can like the show, subscribe to the show, leave a review for the show, leave a comment for the show, and then head over to us on Podbean as well where you can check us out. So for Taylor, I'm Andy, and we'd like to thank Rob once again, and we will see you guys next week. 